Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful day here at the ballpark. We are over at Dickie Stevens. Kevin Kelly's here. Wes Moore, Justin Acri, and the wizard, Christian Weaver, holding it down back in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort studio. Michael Felder joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Talk about college football. Razorback spring game is this Saturday, and there are others, I'm sure, that are doing the same. Michael, welcome. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Michael, uh, they're paying me to sit here and watch a ball game that I'm not doing play-by-play or uh, color for, and some guy just brought me a cold beer, and, I mean, I can't really get a whole lot better than I am right now. Apple. Oh, there you go, man. You can't beat that. I brought my own apple. Oh. I got my healthy food. I had a protein bar earlier. I'm hoping a kid, it's Screaming Kids Day, Michael. They do this a few times a year. They'll do these afternoon ball games, and they bring school groups in. So I'm hoping that one Uh of these kids will bring me a hot dog before the day's over. So we'll see. (laughs) Let's see how it goes. I got a story on that in a minute. Did you guys see what they did in Philly last night? They had no, um, I did not. They had one dollar dogs at the ballpark. Wow! And there were like forty-five thousand people there. They sold fifty-three thousand hot dogs. And a a couple different times during the night, there was a hot dog food fight. There were dogs flying all over the stands (laughs) because Philly, right? Philly. Yeah, for a buck, it's worth throwing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's throw a wiener night over at the ballpark. I mean, it's a good time. Um, okay, oh I was going to ask you, before we get into Arkansas spring game and other things you're looking for from the spring games, can we talk about Colorado? And, you know, Colorado is a geographic anomaly, Michael, as you know, and they bounced out of the Big 8, I think it was the Big 8, or the 12, whatever, yeah. whenever they left. Um, the big eight. They, yeah, they left to, the Big 12. Uh, okay, and then they went out west, and now there's rumors that maybe they want to come back to the 12. And, frankly, I'm sure if Nebraska was being honest, they would admit that they – Wish they had never left, although the money in the Big Ten is really, really good. Um, what do you expect from Colorado? you think they'll move? And if so, does it make any sense to you joining the 12 versus staying in the Pac-12? I think that there's more money in the Big 12, which is what you need to fund a program, which is what you need to fund a viable program. So I think it's on the table. I think that the Pac-12 experiment for them has not worked out quite the way that they wanted it to. Um, for those of you that are probably a little younger than you or myself, um, Colorado used to kind of be a powerhouse. They were good. And they they were good because they were they got players from California, but they relied heavily on players from Texas. And not having that Texas wing of, you know, that not having consistent trips to Texas, it's really hard. I mean, you guys this is you guys are Arkansas. You know that getting to Texas also helps you get players too. So, I think the big thing for me is if they're going to make the move Honestly, they should have done it earlier when they were a more viable object than or a viable team than what we're seeing the Big 12 become now. Um, so now they're kind of just sitting around like, I hope they still want us. Now that they've, what are they bad? It's Cincinnati, Houston, UCF. So this is going to be – it's going to be interesting to me how this shakes itself out. Uh, and then, obviously, you got to throw in the added element of Deion Sanders and – uh, publicity is that good? I was reading an article from uh, Matt Brown, actually. The guy he writes extra points, um, the, the the newsletter, and he had a conversation with the chief marketing officer uh, in the Big Twelve, and I didn't even realize this, but they've been doing like they did a collab with ba- Bathing Ape, like uh, a Japanese streetwear brand. They've been doing like a lot of things to target young people, and maybe Dion helps with that, and that could help them become a draw. So it's going to be really interesting to see what becomes of them because. There are a lot of options on the table, and the fact that 
obviously it started with like Michigan and Jordan and then Michigan doing a Jordan collab with the streetwear brand. So we're seeing this like evolution where most things for college, most advertising for college is targeted to guys that are, it's mostly targeted to guys. And we watch the commercials every week. It's targeted to guys that are in their, the thirties up into their forties and fifties. And these schools are trying to find ways to make their brand relevant to, um, younger people outside of just the sport itself. So it's been pretty interesting to see how this takes shape. And so for Colorado, if that's the way that they want to get things done, then the Big 12 is certainly an option. But listen, you got to have a dance partner because you can't dance by yourself. Yeah, and there was some talk that maybe one of the, I don't know, maybe Arizona or one of the Arizona schools, I'd hate to see them split. and have, Although it, yeah. it's not unprecedented to have two, you know, Power 5 Division One schools in the same state be in different conferences. but Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Iowa, Iowa State, yeah, it, it does happen mm-hmm. on occasion. Um, Texas and any other of the Texas schools. Um, anyway, so, Dion, I don't know if you saw this clip going around the Internet yesterday. It made me chuckle because it reminds me of one of my all-time favorite clips that we play on the air. But this is not a great audio clip, but I'm going to play it or have Christian play it anyway. But um, okay. this is Dion Sanders. He was hanging out with Ralphie, and he is uh, a little wary, let me just say it that way, of Ralphie. His son is the one that's doing the video on this. So just listen to Dion's opportunity to get up and close with the mascot for the Colorado Buffaloes. Hey, oh no, no, you can't no, no. No. The animal's right there. I know, come on, come on. That ain't no good fall. Nope, that ain't what happened. What's going on? How you doing? Yep. Girl. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Standing here while this thing is coming at me full speed. Oh no! 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 They got him in the trailer and they're running Ralphie right up in the trailer. I will tell you, having uh, called a game at Colorado, watching that thing run around the stadium is one of the coolest things you've ever seen. But it reminds me, Michael. I don't know if you've ever seen the clip of Eric Berry, the former Tennessee safety who played in Kansas City, and he has mm-hmm. quinophobia. And he was deathly afraid of their horse, the uh, mascot for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so that clip is hilarious, too. But uh, it's just kind of funny to me. Dion's going to have to maybe get some, like, therapy or maybe they can hypnotize him. But you can't be afraid of the mascot, man. I mean, that's not a good look. Listen, did I, I actually I do have orithophobia, which is the fear of birds. And everybody okay. thinks about, like, falcons and hawks. But it's mostly for me it's small birds. Um, everything down from pigeons to swifts and swallows and, and, and chickadees and all those things, they terrify. And so I get it. Like, I can't walk in New York City without freaking out because of all the pigeons that are there. So I under, I completely, I, I, I sympathize, I empathize, I understand. It is, um, if that's one of those things that scares you, it's going to scare you. And you know what? Maybe Dion needs to stay in the locker room while they run Ralphie out because it is a very cool tradition. I've also been, I've also been there and seen it up in Boulder and, it's very cool, but listen, if that animal decides that he's going to do something, guess what? There is not a team of people on the planet that's going to be able to stop it. Yeah. Well, there's been some talk around here of doing a, uh, a live Razorback, you know, out on the Woo! field, and they've got uh, they've got him, but he's in a cage, and uh, there's just been too much concern that they could keep him uh, keep him bottled up or yeah. under control. So it hasn't happened yet, and it's probably the, for the best. Um, totally shifting gears here. Wes wants to talk some Pac-12. I was going to ask you about something else, but go ahead. Uh, Pac-12 was talking with the CW Network about a TV yep. contract. Those talks broke down. 
<laughs> is, is is the Pac-12 in trouble if they can't get – I mean, what's their TV deal going to look like? I have no idea. And the Pac-12 is kind of like a um, – they're a harbinger, right, for the ACC, maybe even for the new Big 12. I think the Big 10 and the SEC are going to be fine, but the Pac-12 is kind of the first ones up to bat. Listen, I don't know if you, I don't know how much baseball you guys play, but when, when your leadoff fans strike out, you start to worry a little bit. And so – and the CW, it's not like the CW doesn't need them. The CW is a network that, yes, they do they do well. They put together these shows, and they, they're a great young adult network, which I think, again, goes back to what I was talking about with the Big 12 and their chief marketing officer trying to target younger folks. So they are a younger, young adult, you know, older team-focused network. And if you can't get it done with them, that means it's something that they don't feel right, especially when – it's not taken away from their live programming. And that's the part that stood out to me. Their programming, like, not live, but, like, their on-air programming, that's a Monday to Thursday thing for the CW. They don't do anything on Saturday. This would boost them on Saturdays, in theory at least. And if they're not interested in getting their Saturdays boosted with live sports, I mean, Good grief, man. Like, that's that's the part where you make your money. That's the part where you make your ad revenue. That would bring in more ad revenue. So this is going to be an interesting, you know, walk in the woods for the Pac-12 uh, because, obviously, they have the Pac-12 network, but you need a you need a bigger dance partner than just your own network. There is that. Michael, we're going to have to uh, cut it short. we got to run, but I appreciate you coming on today. I want to talk to you. Have you seen Air yet? I want to talk to you about that next time we get you on. I have not. Okay. We'll make it a point if you get time the next couple of weeks. And next time we get you on, we can hit hit on that. And we'll talk about uh, results from Arkansas' spring practices and game and get your thoughts on uh, what's going on with them. But we got to hit hit the timeout. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with you. We'll be back after the break with everybody else. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, man. It's always good to talk to you guys. You take it easy. All right. Take care. Michael Felder.